0: Hey, this is Ashley. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to the Glorious Things Podcast.
1: Thank you for joining us this week as we remember the glorious things we have forgotten. We're having conversations about what it actually means to be a Christian while we wrestle with questions and beliefs. One thing we do know is that we are loved and included, and so are you. This is episode eight. How are you doing?
0: I'm great. How are you? So
1: long since I've asked you that. (laughs) It's been an hour. (laughs) So
0: what are we talking about today, Ashley? So today is a story. We're going to talk about a message I got on Facebook from our good friend, Leanne. Yep. L.A. Shout out to you, L.A., who I did ask if I could share our conversation and she said yes. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. Background. Background. We've
1: known her for 20, 25 years. Oh, longer than uh, that. I
0: have. <laughs> 20, yeah. 25 years. A long time. Her mom You've and my mom. Longer than that. Yeah. Well, her mom and my mom were friends okay. and my mom loved her mother and her mother was gold. Yeah. Just a wonderful human. And so they go way back. So when we went to the church that we went to when I was five, She was, she was there with her family and she's my brother's age. Your whole
1: life pretty much.
0: Uh, Yeah. 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 So we go way back with LA. Yeah. So we have been doing this podcast and she's been listening. Thank you for listening. And she sent me a message on Facebook. She sent me a sermon from her church that she's at now. And so she sent it to me and she said something he said in the middle of this spoke to me about you Sunday. I think it was something to the effect of. There are people who know too much scripture to see God. It hindered them, the Pharisees. Made me think of you, your hurt from the church, our childhood. Loving the podcast, love you. So L.A. doesn't know this part of the story. (laughs) She's about to find out. Um, So when I read it, the part that got me stuck was when she said it made me think of you and your hurt from the church, our childhood. I couldn't see anything past your hurt from the church. And I got stuck right there. And I was triggered, y'all. It triggered me because historically, when we talk about our hurt from the church, it's said in such a way. It's said very condescendingly. Mm-hmm. So growing up in the church, especially if it was someone who left that they were talking about. Yeah, okay. someone who left. Oh, did you get your feelings hurt? Does someone hurt you? Yeah. And almost like you're weak. Right. And being made fun of. And that's kind of our history with that phrase being hurt by the church. Mm-hmm. Because growing up in the church, especially during our you know, high school years, they because you know, kids in high school, they come and go and they're we're bringing friends and things like that. And so people are getting hurt. Right, deeply hurt. Right. But I think a way to make people feel better is like, oh, did you get your feelings hurt? Like you make know, light of it, make light of okay. it. And so when I read that, it just triggered me, and I called Shannon, or did I text you? you text, I, I texted yeah, you. You, you texted me. Yeah, and I was like, hey, LA just sent me this, and I don't know. It just. I think you said it rubbed me the. It wrong way rubbed me the wrong something. way. Yeah, and I was like, she's. She doesn't mean what i think she means does she or something to that effect yeah. and shannon you said no no way no way she does not mean
1: anything negative yeah i
0: just knew she didn't but yeah
1: i understand how that's a trigger sometimes yeah. because that's what you heard all that so when somebody talks about hurt, you're like yeah i'm being made fun of but she, mm-hmm. not at all yeah I and i just wasn't.
0: and i needed someone to to pull me out of that and say no it's look it's leanne come on like really ashley And she was like, just give it a listen. Shannon just said, just listen to it. And I guarantee you she doesn't mean it the way you took it. And I was like, you know what? You're right. So I I started this um, message while I was cooking dinner one night. and I turned it on. And if y'all don't know Stephen Fjordik, he is very charismatic, energetic. So I'm listening to this message and it's, it's a lot. And Stephen's getting, he's getting hyped up. And then I hear the part where she's talking about, it made me think of you. It was about the Pharisees and they knew too much they knew too much of their scriptures. They were too head smart. They could not see what was in front of them. And she's like, God, it made me think of, of, you know, your hurt and your pain and our childhood. And I forgot the part where she said our childhood. (laughs) (laughs) She's talking about it too. Like our hurt, our pain, our childhood, what we went through and this part where man, it hit me. Yeah. I I get that because Mm -hmm. we were surrounded by people who just Who knew their Bible and they used it as a weapon against a lot of us over the years to, you know, manipulate us into staying in line. And they use fear and and it was rough and it was hard and they couldn't see the Jesus who loves. Yeah, they couldn't see that guy. But here's what's interesting. She sent it to me and that's what hit her. But here's what got me in the sermon. He was talking about y'all just need to listen to it. We'll post it on the website. We will. It's worth listening to. It says kept in the dark. And so he's talking about the wise men that are looking for Jesus. And actually he's talking about all aspects of people being kept in the dark. And when you're kept in the dark by God, and I thought he was talking, and he is for a lot of the sermon, he's talking about feeling, you know, like God's you're kept in the dark. You don't know what He's not showing is. you the full picture. You right. don't know. Yeah. He's yeah and how it's still working. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. But then he was saying how he doesn't need like Sunday morning, Jesus. He needs four a m Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he tells a story about his son, a question his son asked him uh, just having a hard night, you know, like a dark night of the soul kind of a thing, and how, you know, have you ever had a bad night? And he's like, "I've had a bad month. Mm-hmm. I've had a bad year., yep. <laughs> And he, you know, being kept in the dark. And he kept talking about being kept in the dark. And finally, it register with me that he was talking about Jesus kept Continue. me. Like making his bed with you in, in the hell dark as yeah. you're in that. He's yeah. keeping you, he's holding you. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. beautiful. It finally that makes sense. Yeah. And it and he's so he's talking about feeling like God is keeping you in the dark about what's going on. And then the realization that in the dark God was keeping you. And that's where I that's where I was in my dark night of the soul. I felt Jesus keeping me and holding on to me in that darkness. Yeah. That was, that was really beautiful. And that kind of hit home to me. So I wrote her back and I was like, okay. And I was like, so you know, I'm high church. (laughs) And we quiet like that. And she was like, yes, I know you are. It was really sweet. So we had this little conversation and she wrote me back and she said, He's a great one to listen to, Adam, to your library of teachers. I've yet to hear anything like how we were raised. It's all good news. I've really Aww. felt for years that God is big enough to deal with my questions, doubt, disappointment, anger, all of it. So glad for that. And I know he holds me in the dark because I think I spend more time there than in the light. Oh, that makes me want to cry. Sorry. It did make me cry. And I get that.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I think
0: a lot of more, more of us get that than we realize and I think what I learned from this whole thing, Leanne, God bless you, we make a lot of assumptions before and after. Mm-hmm. So we make a lot of assumptions about people when we're in the machine, we're mm-hmm. in the middle of it all. Then we we come out and we go through our pain. We make a lot of assumptions about people who are still, who are still in it or who are still there and not realizing and not stopping to think of my friend's story yes. because I know a lot of her story. We tend to think
1: of them as part of that machine that we came out of instead of human beings. Yeah. Which when we've talked about looking, keeping Christ's center Mm -hmm. and he's our source and looking through things through his eyes, Mm -hmm. we can see them as human beings who are no different than us Mm -hmm. in what they're going through, even though the stories differ. We all have the time in the darkness, which a lot of times it is more seemingly in the dark than in Mm -hmm. the light, even though we know the light. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah. Beautiful. It was a great story. And I think just realizing that, you know, there are a lot of people who are oh well, you just said this, but like who are still in what we consider the machine who a lot of them
1: don't even know they're in it. Yeah. Yeah. And and if they do, I mean, I just think we don't look at at individuals very often. Yeah. I often have times. Is that fair? No, pretty much all the time I struggle with this. I have a far easier time loving people outside the church than I do inside the church when I had a dream about this doing this podcast it was the one it was one week after the one year anniversary of my sister's death so I had gone up to the mountains to spend time with my nieces that Mm -hmm. next week me and Eli and I had a dream and it was it made sense it was amazing it was God Mm -hmm. so I just told my friend in England this when we were chatting the last month or so I was really excited because I felt like I had some kind of purpose for the first time in a long time, besides mm-hmm. my family, yeah, who it's the best thing ever, right? Yeah. But like, as far as me helping people or just being able to do something besides sit in my house, you know, mm-hmm. and um, it was great. But I was like, um, it kind of really bothers me that I'm called to the church and not the people who the church would call loss, like the people yeah. who aren't in it, yeah. never been in it. Mm -hmm. Like I, I did, I love going out on the streets or meeting people, new friends, just people. Mm -hmm. I don't care what they believe. And I have so much more in common so often with people who are not Christians Mm -hmm. and it floors (laughs) me that I'm doing this podcast, talking to people in the church, because in my mind, I'm like,
0: I don't
1: want to deal with the church. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm done. You know, I am the church. I'm done with this, this stuff. But I'm not because it still has such a hold on me, yeah. and I'm unlearning and I'm learning who Jesus is more. And it's beautiful. So mm-hmm. it's of course I am the church. It's learning what who I am is the the church, right? Yeah. Instead of what the church is. Yeah. But it's really funny sometimes because I'm like I I have friends who I love and have fun and great times with. Some of them are Christians, but a lot of times I have way more in common, or it's more easy to be around people for me who who yeah. didn't grow up in it. Yeah. Yeah. Who have very different belief systems than me I don't find that a problem I find it fun and enjoyable and Mm -hmm. it has nothing we don't even talk about it half the time it's just it's just easier for me yeah I get it so it's really funny that here we are here we are yeah doing what we're doing Talking about childhood stuff and all that yeah Yeah.
0: I think also what I realized was that in our hurt and our pain and Leanne and and I and Shannon went to the same church for Mm -hmm. many years there was there was pain. There was hurt. There was really good stuff that still happened. Yeah, I mean friendships yeah. for one. Look yeah. at us now. And there were people that were that were Jesus, the Absol- hands and feet of Jesus to us. I in could that name church. them right now. And that some of them still go there. There's people, yes, yeah. and and the, I could name them right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. beautiful people. Mm-hmm. And what I failed to see when you know Leanne sent me this message was that I just assumed I wasn't gonna like the message i just assumed i was like Man. it's the self-defense it's, it's, it's yeah. the survival mechanism yeah like yeah. i can't take
1: any more shit yeah okay what what are you say what do you put in my way yeah oh great And
0: I should have known better because it was LA. Yeah, but but, but really that's, it kicks in before you even know it kicks in sometimes. And that's what I think the biggest thing is like, it's, there are things that are so like deeply rooted inside of you that you don't even know until your friend sends you something positive and encouraging and lovely. And your first reaction is like, are you freaking kidding me?
1: (laughs) Are you picking on me? Yeah. like Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It it happens though. It really does. We get triggered by different things. Mm hmm yeah. I, I, big, I get, you know my big trigger is are you in fellowship yeah do not forsake the fellowship yeah that's one of my triggers where I'm like automatically like in your face come on let's 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 fight this one out let's, let's talk it. about real fellowship let's go I instantly go there mm-hmm. yeah it's stuff like that yeah. where you're like whoo, that's still a trigger in me
0: yeah it's Shoot. yeah yeah but we love you Leanne Leanne is precious she's the best she's freaking funny too She's hilarious she is yeah, she'll keep you laughing.
1: She's a good margarita drinker friend to yeah. drink wine and margaritas with. Aww. I'm just saying. And her sister.
0: Oh yeah. You guys have some really great. We have some great porch talks. Yeah. If you
1: made a podcast out of that. Maybe you should. <laughs> Maybe you should. <laughs> amazing. Maybe you should one day. Just like take oh, the microphone Jesus with you us. and just go like, sit. beep 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be awesome. But yeah, I mean any, I mean, what else? We can keep going here because like I mentioned the podcast and how I'm mm -hmm. feel. I don't even know if that has anything we're talking with, but we're
0: just kind of meandering on this one, which is a good thing. Whatever comes to mind. Yeah. I kind of just wanted to sit with some, because we just had an episode that was pretty negative about mega churches and churches, the the things that are, are, are difficult. Yeah. But the things that are really good. Yeah. yeah, And they're the beauty that is in that. And also this is to piggyback on what we talked about last time. With Mars Hill, the people that were being interviewed were saying there was some really great stuff that happened during our time there. Yeah. There was some real good Jesus stuff. Yeah. And we were able to really care for people. Yeah. And people came in Seattle or and the other surrounding churches that they had, yeah, all over the country. People were changed. Yeah. Lives were changed and some really good stuff happened. And so I just want to honor the churches that are doing really Beautiful well
1: stuff. Yeah. yeah.
0: Beautiful people in it. Like yeah. we see you. Yeah. We may be talking about how we're
1: winded and how we've come out of it, but we know and acknowledge that in a mm-hmm. lot of churches, mm-hmm. even in the toxic cultures,
0: yeah. yeah, there are
1: people who are there who I can, like I said, name them. They just
0: the love, mm-hmm. the acceptance, the love, the humor, they're there. And there are some really good churches in our town, in our hometown, that do some really amazing things. We have a church that goes, I think it might be every Thursday or Friday night, but they go to the strip club across the. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Across in South Carolina. There's a strip club right outside of right across the border. <laughs> um, yeah. And these women go and they bring food and and minister to these women with no other agenda. See,
1: that's that's what makes it good. Yeah. To me and
0: they just okay i have a story
1: yeah so back in the ywam days yeah i was at don't laugh at me when i tell you the name Uh, i'll laugh but it was called last days ministries okay Okay, i don't know another podcast i don't know if (laughs) anyone out there has ever heard of keith green yeah oh yeah okay so this was where he had, okay. it, before it was YWAM. So I mm-hmm. I didn't know until the summer between my ninth grade year and my 10th grade year, I went from on a road trip with my granny and granddaddy to Texas and then to Mississippi to see my aunt and uncle. I didn't know Christianity was different than what I never thought about it. I was in youth group all the mm-hmm. time, whatever. Never really thought about it. They had a tape of Keith Green, a tape. A tape. This is how old we a are. cassette tape, not an eight track a cassette. <laughs> and I. Started listening to it at their house and was blown away. Mm-hmm. Like, holy crap, this is passion. What? What is this? Who is this person? Mm-hmm. So then, and then I found out my my aunt Cindy had gone to a Bible study because he was in Turlock, California in the valley where they all grew up, and she'd gone to Bible studies where he and he was there. Yeah. I was like, what? So then I read his autobiography. Mm-hmm. And it talked about last days of ministries, yeah. and it was like they did a school. So I was like, "Well, that'll be cool." <laughs> I
0: can't believe. Okay, I can't
1: believe that I went to a place called Last Days. So anyway, by the time I inquired about it, <laughs> yeah, it was it was whim yeah. slash Last Days. So I remember we've talked about my whole hearing God about not going on outreach and the little kerfuffles that that caused, right? So that summer, mm-hmm. like I said, I made some good friendships. We decided we're always there were three ywam bases within like a three mile radius in the middle of texas okay oh in east texas actually and we're like what what are we doing like let's get out like this teeny little town lindale texas had an iga that was the supermarket it had a dairy queen and i think a gas station back in the day yeah. that was it yeah but i literally never spent time in town because you're on the YWM base oh okay like, strange so we decided to do a free car wash Let's just go to the IGA, ask him if we can do a free car wash, not ask for donations, nothing. Let's just mm-hmm. go wash people's cars and tell them they're loved. Yeah. So we did. It was awesome. Aww. We just, okay. the IGA let us use their water. Yeah. And we just were like, the people were like, well, are you taking donations? No. Why? Well, We're, we're at a thing here. Yeah. We just want people to know how loved they are. And they're like, what? People st- like a really rich lady came and wanted to write us. And we're like, no, thank you. And we we we're poor yeah, yeah. but it, it was great because we yeah. we're like no thanks mm-hmm. and she started crying so it's just Aww. beautiful things and some people were like i have to give you money we're like no yeah so it was wonderful well a few days after that someone in leadership found out about it mm-hmm. this wasn't a ywim thing this was an us thing yeah it was, it was dead during the summer Nobody was around not a lot of people <laughs> not a lot of people well did you did you hand out information on last season <laughs> i'm like nope no well why not well what are they going to do here it's not a church first of all I don't I don't even know any churches in this place but no we just told them they're loved yeah well I don't and they couldn't get it through their head right right I was like I don't I don't know why I started telling that story it's a good I feel like this needs to be a bonus episode because we're all over the place this should be uh, this should be a bonus episode it may or may not be (laughs) let's do it whatever But it's just things like that when I look. And yet there were beautiful people there as well. I think that's what made me think about it. It sounds like it had nothing to do with it. But there were some amazing people there. But sometimes you just think the disconnect of why why are we here? We are not here to promote ourselves. Mm -hmm. We are not here to promote our churches mm-hmm. that's why they become yeah. like businesses too like mm-hmm. you know seeker friendly what is that just love know. people just tell them they're loved it, it doesn't matter if they come around your church or someone else's as long yeah. as they know they're loved and they're getting the true good news mm-hmm. which they may not be able to at some other places so I get that but yeah. it's just we have so many weird things that we do and we don't even we're territorial oh yeah and to me yeah. being territorial as a church is anti good news right
0: it's like it's, it opposite. misses
1: the point this for is not sure. a these are our people mm-hmm. of course if you feel protective and want to protect them from people that's different i'm not talking about that i'm like how many people bring a friend to church sunday yeah you know stuff like that it's just very odd so that was one story that kind of illustrated
0: and yet mm-hmm.
1: there were great people there as well yeah
0: yeah and i think if you if you only look for the negative that's what you'll find right You've and, got, you've got
1: the beautiful yeah. time. I mean, man, those, that time, that six months changed my life mm-hmm. in a good way, yeah. in a way where I knew what I didn't want. Yeah. I knew how to yeah. listen differently to Jesus. I knew yeah. the cost of, in a way, it wasn't a huge cost. Give me a break.
0: I wasn't a, mart- <laughs> I wasn't a
1: martyr. I just didn't get it. You know, I got told off and did what Jesus said. Yeah. But then after the fact, I still, Mark and Jude in Australia, mm-hmm. shout out. Which I hope they'll come on this podcast because they've been on a journey too. But I mean, yeah. they're my lifelong friends now because I met Mark there and Jude when she came to visit. These friendship, the good things, you can see the good while you're there and you can look back and see the good things. It's important to do that as well. And mm-hmm. if there isn't anything good, don't make it up. Right. You know, if you're in like a cult or something, I'm not telling you to find the beauty in it. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, yes, it's mm-hmm. easy when we talk about what we're talking about on this podcast. Mm-hmm to look at the wounds and the negativity but I do want to remember like you're mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. the beautiful people there are there is some health yeah. in little pockets yeah. there's some good people there's some good times there's some good friendships mm-hmm. so he takes he takes things that are awful and makes does make him good yeah. and there were some good things that happened while we were there it's just mm-hmm. the overall the overarching theme yeah was
0: more rough than it was right life giving yeah and I I think One thing that I just thought of is that we it's so funny it's just hit me that we try and we you know we get so upset because they look, people lose sight of Jesus and they do really dumb stuff and hurtful stuff and how the different ways that people can be deeply wounded and hurt by the church but on the flip side of that Jesus is still there yeah like you're not you can't. Because he's in us. He's in us. Yeah. Jesus is still in those dysfunctional places. Yes. He's still there. Yes. You know, he's not he's in that away. darkness. He's in that yeah. struggle. We talk about how, oh my gosh, this used to bug me. How, you know, God would only tarry so long with our, yeah, so with our rebellion until he gives us over to our own oh, desires. He, it, and then he's done so, with us. It's not Jesus. Yeah. It's like that oh, it used to bug me. But on the flip side of that, Jesus is never done with those people either. No, the religious, right. the Pharisees, the Sadducees. Jesus is never done with any of us. My challenge
1: in the, along that vein in this last year, especially year and a half, is to stop bitching about people, church <laughs> leadership, politicians, dumbass people that I think I'm just annoyed. Some of my friends, some of my family, whatever. Yeah. And sit with Jesus until I have a genuine love for them and pray for them. hmm. Because if they're my enemies, I need to pray for them. Yeah. And if they're not my enemies, I need to pr- genuinely love and pray for them as well. Mm-hmm. That is a big challenge. I still am big time struggling. with it. mm-hmm. It's so much easier to run a bitch.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: And I'm not saying that you don't say, I think something's wrong here. That's, that's healthy. Yeah. But m- I don't pray for people to know the love of God. I don't even long for it for him sometimes. And I want mm-hmm. to. Yeah, yeah. I really want to. So it's very easy Mm -hmm. to live in a constant bitch fest because you may have legitimate complaints, right? Yeah, but to get stuck there, right, is no different than getting stuck in religion. To me, it's It's not not, healthy, it's not healthy. Yeah, and I don't want to live there. I don't want my Mm -hmm. child to see me live there. Mm -hmm. I don't want my child to understand that that's part of following Jesus because it's. It's part of the deconstruction or untangling, Mm -hmm. but it is absolutely not acceptable to continue in that, that anger or that frustration without having a love for them from God's heart. Because if I don't, I'm missing the point. Yeah. So love and forgiveness,
0: not easy. And we're always, we're always learning that we're always, you know, we're in a constant state of, you know, through everything that life hands us or everything that we go through, it's, We're always learning. We're always, because we can forget. We're easily, we easily forget things. And coming out on the other side of this, you know, walking away from church in the way that we knew it or walking away from toxic stuff, it's easy to come on the other side of that and then kind of get all puffed up like you're better than them all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, like, we've
1: had this revelation, like, this is wrong. This is, and
0: it's still in the vein that's not healthy
1: if we continue. Chris Ballatin says um, emotions are wonderful servants and horrible masters oh
0: gosh yeah
1: and it's true yeah it's true no matter where you're at so no matter where you're at we hope this meandering really good (laughs) points that i think we've talked about i just it's good stuff this is just how we talk listen i can go to ashley's house and be there for four hours and not know it's four hours and we've been talking like this for the whole four hours with
0: our kids running around in between
1: yeah rallying the children and (laughs) who hit who and yeah the you know the damage the control and the yeah yeah
0: so this is how we talk with each other then yeah so, so this is what this was.
1: I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean I did, but it's probably <laughs> different when you're listening. Sort <laughs> of like Jesus help me, what are they talking about? No, it's really good. I think you talking about how that triggered you from Leanne. Mm-hmm. It was it's a very important thing to acknowledge and to realize I still have triggers like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of us do, and and so that we don't stay in that same place to kind of go right now i can stop and think a little bit mm-hmm. okay before i explode it before i assume and and also it's good to have friends because i have friends too when i do that and and my parents all the time are like Easy. yeah but yeah i mean it's good it's healthy to help each other out in those times so mm-hmm. we understand yeah i think a lot of us have those triggers
0: yeah and yeah. i'm sorry leanne for Liam <laughs> loves care. you.
1: I know, and I love her. She loves honest She's a gem. She is, and she just texted me and said, "You all can just talk about me instead oh. of her." We wanted, we wanted to know if she wanted to talk with us. Maybe another time. Maybe she
0: will. We want to get you on here. She's got, you know, everyone has a story worth hearing, and yeah, and she's no exception. No, so she's great. Yeah. So I hope you all have a good
1: week. Yeah. We will see you again soon. Bye. 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 Now. Bye. Bye. The Glorious Things podcast is hosted and made by Shannon Ruddy and Ashley Simmons. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe
0: or follow and consider leaving a review. Thank you for listening.